Understanding attachment styles in relationships. Early experiences and building a healthy attachment style. Or simply, understanding attachment styles in relationships. Let's talk about attachment styles. Attachment styles in relationships refer to how individuals relate to their partners based on early experiences with their primary caregivers. Attachment theory suggests that our early experiences with caregivers shape our beliefs about ourselves, others, and relationships. These beliefs in turn influence our behavior in romantic relationships, leading to distinct patterns of attachment. There are four main attachment styles, secure, anxious preoccupied, dismissive avoidant, and fearful avoidant. A secure attachment style is considered the healthiest and most adaptive, while the other three attachment styles are often considered less healthy and even maladaptive. Secure attachment style. A secure attachment style is characterized by trust, emotional openness, and a desire for closeness with one's partner. Individuals with secure attachment styles tend to have a favorable view of themselves and their partners and are comfortable expressing their emotions and seeking support when needed. Anxious preoccupied attachment style. Anxious preoccupied attachment style is characterized by a strong desire for closeness, insecurity, and a tendency to worry about the relationship. People with this attachment style may feel anxious or insecure when their partner is unavailable, leading to clingy or demanding behavior. Dismissive avoidant attachment style. Dismissive avoidant attachment style is characterized by emotional distance, self-reliance, and a lack of interest in close relationships. Individuals with this attachment style may avoid emotional intimacy or dismiss the importance of close relationships altogether. Fearful avoidant attachment style. A combination of anxious and avoidant behavior characterizes a fearful avoidant attachment style. People with this attachment style may want closeness but fear it at the same time, leading to a push-pull dynamic in relationships. It should be noted that narcissists are most likely to have an avoidant attachment style. Avoidant attachment is characterized by a tendency to avoid closeness and emotional intimacy with others. Individuals with an avoidant attachment style often have difficulty trusting others and may feel uncomfortable with emotional closeness or vulnerability. Narcissists, who often prioritize their own needs and desires above others, may find emotional intimacy and closeness uncomfortable or threatening. They may also struggle with empathy and have difficulty understanding or responding to the emotional needs of others. It's also worth noting that not all individuals with avoidant attachment styles are narcissists, and not all narcissists have an avoidant attachment style. Attachment styles are complex and can vary depending on a variety of factors, including upbringing and life experiences. Research shows that individuals with a secure attachment style tend to have more satisfying and stable relationships compared to those with insecure attachment styles. On the other hand, people with anxious or avoidant attachment styles are more likely to experience relationship problems such as jealousy, infidelity, and breakups. We must watch out for unhealthy attachment styles in ourselves and our partners. Signs of an unhealthy attachment style can include extreme jealousy or possessiveness, a tendency to avoid emotional intimacy or oversharing, and a lack of trust in the relationship. To cultivate a healthy attachment style, it is crucial to understand the impact of our early experiences on our beliefs and behavior in relationships. Seeking therapy can help individuals work through past traumas and negative experiences that may contribute to unhealthy attachment patterns. Additionally, Building self-awareness and communication skills can help individuals recognize and address unhealthy attachment behavior in themselves and their partners. It is essential to understand that attachment styles significantly shape our beliefs and behavior in romantic relationships. A secure attachment style is the healthiest and most adaptive, while insecure attachment styles will lead to relationship problems. 
Recognizing and addressing unhealthy attachment patterns can help individuals cultivate healthy and fulfilling relationships. Next, let's discuss how unhealthy attachment styles develop. Insecure attachment styles are thought to develop as a result of early experiences with caregivers who were inconsistent, unresponsive, or neglectful. Attachment theory suggests that the parent-child relationship quality shapes a child's attachment style during the first few years of life. Research has identified several factors that may contribute to the development of insecure attachment styles, including parental neglect. Children who experience neglect from their parents may develop an avoidant attachment style as they learn to rely on themselves and avoid seeking comfort from others. Inconsistent parenting. Children who experience inconsistent parenting, where parents are sometimes responsive and sometimes unresponsive, may develop an anxious preoccupied attachment style. These children may learn to become overly dependent on their parents for emotional support. Overly controlling or intrusive parenting. Children who experience overly controlling or intrusive parenting may develop a fearful avoidant attachment style. These children may learn to fear emotional intimacy and avoid seeking emotional support from others. Traumatic experiences. Children who experience trauma or abuse may develop a disorganized attachment style, which can involve a mix of anxious and avoidant behaviors. While attachment styles are thought to develop in childhood, Research also suggests that they can be modified and influenced by experiences in adulthood. Thus, an individual can develop an unhealthy attachment style as an adult, even if they had a secure attachment style in childhood. For example, research has found that trauma or negative life events in adulthood can contribute to developing insecure attachment styles. Additionally, experiences in adult romantic relationships, such as infidelity or betrayal, can create an anxious or avoidant attachment style. Moreover, mental health conditions such as depression, anxiety, and personality disorders can also contribute to developing insecure attachment styles. For example, individuals with borderline personality disorder may struggle with a fearful avoidant attachment style due to their fear of abandonment and difficulties with emotional regulation. It is important to note that the development of attachment styles is complex, and many factors may contribute to the development of insecure attachment patterns. Additionally, not all children who experience insecure attachment with their parents will necessarily develop an insecure attachment style in their adult relationships. While childhood experiences are thought to be the primary influence on attachment style development, it is essential to note that adults can still modify their attachment styles through therapy and other interventions. Research has shown that attachment-based interventions can help individuals develop more secure attachment styles and improve their relationships. It is essential to understand that insecure attachment styles are thought to develop due to early experiences with caregivers who were inconsistent, unresponsive, or neglectful. Several factors may contribute to developing insecure attachment styles, including parental neglect, inconsistent parenting, overly controlling or intrusive parenting, and traumatic experiences. While attachment styles are primarily thought to develop in childhood, Experiences in adulthood can also influence attachment style development. Trauma, negative life events, and mental health conditions can contribute to developing insecure attachment styles in adulthood. However, attachment-based interventions can help individuals modify and improve their attachment styles. Now that we understand attachment styles and how they often develop, let's discuss what we can do about it as adults who take agency over our lives. If someone recognizes that they have an unhealthy attachment style, there are several steps they can take to work towards developing a more secure attachment style. Some strategies that may be helpful include seek therapy, working with a therapist. Specializing in attachment theory can be an effective way to understand the underlying causes of an unhealthy attachment style 
and develop new, more secure ways of relating to others. Practice self-awareness. Individuals can work to become more aware of their thoughts, emotions, and behaviors in relationships and learn to identify patterns that may be indicative of an unhealthy attachment style. Develop secure relationships. Building relationships with individuals with a secure attachment style can help individuals learn new ways of relating to others and develop more secure attachment patterns. Practice self-care. Taking care of oneself, engaging in activities that bring joy and fulfillment, and practicing self-compassion can help individuals build a stronger sense of self and increase their ability to form secure attachments with others. Learn new relationship skills. Learning new relationship skills, such as effective communication, emotional regulation, and conflict resolution, can help individuals build stronger, healthier relationships. It is important to note that changing attachment styles is a complex and ongoing process and may require significant time and effort. However, research has shown that developing more secure attachment styles through therapy and other interventions is possible. If you are interested in finding out what your attachment style is likely to be, IDR Labs has an attachment style test based on research. Of course, it is essential to note that these test scores do not necessarily translate into real-world assessments, as conducted by certified medical personnel with the respondent physically present, and based on extensive interviews with the respondent and reviews of his or her personal and family history, among other things. Now, there is a lot of focus on self-care these days, but too much of self-care can actually be detrimental to yourself and interfere with relationships. While self-care is vital for maintaining overall well-being, self-care can interfere negatively in relationships when it becomes excessive or starts to prioritize the individual's needs over the needs of others. Some ways that excessive self-care can negatively impact relationships include neglecting the needs of others. If an individual's self-care routine becomes all-consuming, they may begin to neglect the needs of others, such as their partner or family members. Withdrawing from social activities? Excessive self-care can also lead to an individual withdrawing from social activities and spending less time with loved ones, which can strain relationships. Being overly demanding. When individuals prioritize their needs over others' needs, they may become excessively demanding and expect others to cater to their needs at all times. To recognize when self-care is interfering negatively in relationships, Individuals can ask themselves the following questions. Am I neglecting the needs of others in my pursuit of self-care? Am I withdrawing from social activities and spending less time with loved ones? Am I being overly demanding of others and expecting them to cater to my needs constantly? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, it may be time to reevaluate the individual's self-care routine and make adjustments that allow for a better balance between self-care and maintaining healthy relationships. Some strategies that can help individuals strike a better balance between self-care and maintaining healthy relationships include setting boundaries. Individuals can set clear boundaries for themselves. Remember, boundaries have nothing to do with another person. That would be an agreement. Around their self-care routines and communicate these boundaries to their loved ones to avoid misunderstandings and conflicts. Prioritizing relationships. This is huge. It's essential to prioritize relationships and make time for loved ones, even while engaging in self-care activities. Being mindful of the impact of self-care, individuals can reflect on their self-care routine's impact on their relationships and adjust their approach as needed. Remember that self-care is vital for overall well-being, but it can interfere negatively with relationships if it becomes excessive or prioritizes the individual's needs over the needs of others. To strike a better balance, individuals can set boundaries, prioritize relationships, and be mindful of the impact of their self-care routine on their relationships. And thus endeth the lesson.
Of course, when discussing attachment styles in relationships, several broader concepts can be attached to the topic. Here are a few examples. Emotion regulation. Emotion regulation is managing and modulating one's emotional responses. Research has shown that individuals with secure attachment styles tend to have better emotion regulation skills than those with insecure attachment styles. Mikulinser and Shaver, 2016. Interpersonal communication. Effective communication is essential for healthy relationships, and attachment styles can impact how individuals communicate with their partners. Research has shown that individuals with secure attachment styles are more likely to communicate openly and honestly. In contrast, those with insecure attachment styles may struggle to express their needs and emotions effectively. Guerrero et al., 2017. Intergenerational transmission. Attachment styles can be passed down from generation to generation. Research has shown that parents' attachment styles can influence their children's attachment styles, and interventions to improve attachment can positively affect generations. Waters et al., 2014. Mental health. Attachment styles have been linked to a range of adverse mental health outcomes, including anxiety, depression, and borderline personality disorder. Understanding attachment styles can be helpful for clinicians and researchers working in the mental health field. Levy et al., 2020. Neuroscience. Advances in neuroscience have shed light on the neural processes underlying attachment and how attachment styles are formed. This research has implications for understanding how attachment shapes behavior and cognition. Lieberman, 2013. To summarize, attachment styles in relationships can be linked to a range of broader concepts, including emotion regulation, interpersonal communication, intergenerational transmission, mental health, and neuroscience. These connections deepen our understanding of attachment and its impact on individuals and society. In today's episode, we discussed various research studies and books on attachment theory, self-care, and communication in relationships. Some of the sources we referenced include Bowlby J., 1988. A Secure Base, Clinical Applications of Attachment Theory, published by Routledge, Cassidy, J. and Shaver, PR, 2016. Handbook of Attachment, Theory, Research, and Clinical Applications, 3rd ed., published by Guilford Press. Chen, X, Joe, H, and Ju, H, 2019. Balancing Self-Care and Care for Others, a Self-Affirmation Model, published in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships. Ferreira, C., and Pinto Guvea, J, 2019. Self-Care and Couple Satisfaction, The Mediating Role of Mindfulness, published in the Journal of Couple and Relationship Therapy, Guerrero, L.K., Anderson, P.A., and Afifi, W.A., 2017. Close Encounters, Communication in Relationships, published by Sage Publications, Hazan C. and Shaver, P.R., 1987. Romantic Love Conceptualized as an Attachment Process, published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, Levy, K.N., and Johnson, B.N., 2019. An Attachment Theoretical Framework for Personality Disorders in Handbook of Attachment, Theory, Research, and Clinical Applications, pp. 633-656, published by Guilford Press, Levy, K.N. and Meehan, K.B., 2015, Emotion Dysregulation, Mindfulness, and Psychotherapy Outcome, published in Current Opinion in Psychology, Levy, K.N., Ellison, W.D., and Scott, L.N., 2020, Attachment Theory. Published in the Oxford Handbook of Personality Disorders, Lieberman AF 2013. The Neuroscience of Human Attachment. In Handbook of Attachment, Theory, Research, and Clinical Applications, pp. 242-263. Published by the Guilford Press. Mikulinser, M. and Shaver, PR 2016. Attachment in Adulthood, Structure, Dynamics, and Change. Published by Guilford Publications. 
Mikulinser M. Shaver PR and Pereg D. 2019. Attachment Theory and Affect Regulation. The Dynamics, Development, and Cognitive Consequences of Attachment-Related Strategies. Published in Motivation and Emotion. Mikulinser M. Shaver PR and Slav K. 2006. Attachment, Mental Representations of Others, and Gratitude in Romantic Relationships. Published in Understanding Gratitude, Historical, Theoretical, and Empirical Perspectives. Sable, P., Danoff Berg, S., and Orsillo, S.M., 2009. Trauma History and Psychological Outcome Among Women with Breast Cancer. Published in the Journal of Behavioral Medicine. Sharma, A., Madayan, V., and Petty, F.D., 2006. Exercise for Mental Health. Published in Primary Care Companion to the Journal of Clinical Psychiatry. Waters, T.E., Crowell, J.A., Elliott, M., Corcoran, K., and Tribu D., 2014. Bowlby's Secure Base Concept and the Representational Model of Attachment. Retrospect and Prospect. Published in Advances in Child Development and Behavior. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Remember, taking care of yourself and your relationships is important for your overall well-being.